0: on Local Now, Channel 525.
1: So I shared with you yesterday the unfortunate story of the federal judge who was invited to Stanford University's Law School, one of America's supposedly best law schools, second best after Yale Law School, and a federal judge Seems to me to be somebody who has succeeded in their profession. He's one stop below the Supreme Court. Uh, He was heckled, heckled unmercifully because, oh, you know, well, one of the hecklers said, your very existence perpetuates your racism. Because, you know, the guy uh, was a white judge and couldn't hide the fact that he was white. Well, lest you think that um, California has a monopoly on crazy Let's come all the way back east to Cincinnati, Ohio, Xavier University, uh, which has uh, now (laughs) uh, become in the crosshairs of cancel culture because uh, they have dared to install Ohio Supreme Court Justice Joe Dieters as a justice in residence at Xavier University. Now, Joe Dieters was the Hamilton County prosecutor before he was appointed to the Ohio Supreme Court by Mike DeWine. And the Democrats at Xavier University are not happy that Joe Dieters is being welcomed to Xavier University to uh, perform whatever duties his schedule will allow him to perform as an instructor during downtime as an Ohio Supreme Court justice. Uh, The university president has received a petition with uh, 636 signatures as of Monday afternoon, uh, claiming that it is, uh, well, awful, terrible, horrible, you can fill in all the words, to have Joe Dieters affiliated with Xavier University. Um, and the reason why is because, well, let's go down through the list. Uh, because Joe Dieters has been a supporter of the death penalty number one, and Joe Dieters is, uh, of course, pro-life. The petition says that Mr. Dieters has, and I quote, a very strained relationship with the black community in Cincinnati, given his record as prosecutor, especially given his statements arguing that crime is largely due to issues like parenting. Now, this is an interesting aspect of this petition because I believe that I have not invented, but rather uh, remember, that when the city of Columbus, where only Democrats rule, all of city council members are Democrats. The mayor is a Democrat. The law director is a Democrat. The prosecutor is a Democrat. Everyone on the police oversight review board is a Democrat. The police chief, the assistant police chief, and the inspector general are all Democrats. And all of them, when they talk about juvenile car theft in the city of Columbus, or when they talk about the rare occasions they actually acknowledge and talk about, a teenager murdered or a teenager who commits murder, what do they always talk about? The need for what? Parents to take responsibilities for their kids. Because, heaven forbid, they're not going to take responsibilities for stopping this crime. So they talk about parents. But down in Cincinnati, apparently they haven't gotten the message that bad parenting has something to do with crime. Uh, The signers of the petition say that they are concerned, embarrassed, and frustrated by Joe Dieter's positions on the issues, and they demand his removal at Xavier. Of course they do. You have to demand, or you're not a good Democrat, particularly a good Democratic uh, protester. This is interesting. The letter's been signed by four faculty members, okay? So the Cincinnati Enquirer thought, well, let's decide today that we're going to do a little actual journalism. Let's reach out to the four faculty members and see what their individual protests are with Joe Dieters being a justice in residence at Xavier. Two of the faculty I'm quoting from the story. Two of the faculty members who signed the petition declined comment when contacted by the enquirer. The other two could not be reached. Way to step up and stand up for your values, man. One of the Xavier alumni who signed the letter was Cincinnati Public Schools board member. So a school board member of Cincinnati Public Schools. Prominent Democrat Mike Morosky. Morosky, in signing the petition, sent a statement to the school president condemning the appointment of Joe Dieters. Mr. Morosky... When reached for comment, declined comment. Wow. That's the courage of you. Nothing says courage of your convictions. Like having somebody reach out to you, giving you an opportunity to state your objections, and you saying, nah, I'll pass. I hope Joe Dieters presses forward through every protest down there, and I hope he continues to do what he's doing, because when you are aggravating Democrats... You are doing the right thing in some way, shape, or form. I know one guy who is in the crosshairs of the Democratic Party in the state of Ohio. He is uh, state legislator Gary Click. Gary Click has brought back the Save Adolescents from Experimentation Act, also known as the SAFE Act. What would the SAFE Act do? It would ban doctors from providing minor children puberty-blocking drugs and cross sex hormones for gender transitions, good for you, Gary. Good for you. Now he says, Gary Click says that Jason Stevens, the new Speaker of the House, is not only a supporter of this legislation but considers it a priority piece of legislation. I believe everything uh, I believe Gary Click is one of the best members of the general Assembly that we have. I sure hope he's right about Jason Stevens prioritizing this. And, of course, it has the support of Derek Maron, who should be the Speaker of the House. Now, you know who will not be supporting this? Uh, That will be the President of the United States. Here is the President of the United States talking yesterday to MSNBC about the state of Florida outlawing gender transition surgeries, gender-affirming surgeries. For minor children. This is Joe Biden. Listen to what he says about Florida banning these kinds of surgeries and treatments for minors.
0: What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. I mean, What, what, what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it it just to me is, I don't know, it's cruel. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable.
1: So he wants to pass federal legislation. To usurp the will of the people in the states of the union. And there are many states who have passed these laws who recognize Tennessee just outlawed it. Joe Biden wants to impose his own demonic take on gender affirming surgery and puberty blockers and the like. When it is not the will of every state in the union or even a growing number of states in the Union. This is how he would combat it. He would force you to do what is clearly not in line with, not just biblical teaching, but scientific teaching. Scientific teaching, although scientific teaching is fluid, right? Uh, This is a story out of Indiana University, but I'm sure it is absolutely 100% the same At Ohio State, I've talked to doctors who were training at Ohio State and doctors who have been trained at Ohio State. Students at Indiana University School of Medicine are exposed to, guess what? Diversity, equity, and inclusion content as part of a basic anatomy class. Students in the class received a sex and gender primer lesson that included instruction on gender being a social construct, that sex and gender are not the same thing, and how to be a more inclusive health professional. When it comes to gender-diverse patients. Yeah, we got to crush this ideology out there. It is uh, evil. It is not good for the people who are trapped in it. And the way you know that is, the people who are trapped in it are most violently opposed to people transitioning. So there is an ongoing investigation you might have heard of Hunter Biden and his laptop. And Jamie Comer of Kentucky is the House member and the Oversight Committee who is heading this up. And uh, of course, it's not going to be reported in the mainstream media because it doesn't reflect well on the Bidens or Hunter Biden. Uh, But they have uh, pressed forward with this. And I wonder if we'll ever get to the point where Things will become so bad, the revelations, the things proven by this investigation will be so bad that they will transcend the clear partisanship in the mainstream media, and it will be reported. I don't know. We stand by. There have to be further revelations, uh, certainly. But here is Jamie Comer talking about the fact that uh, the first bank transaction they've been able to verify happened in january of 2017 three weeks maybe it was february of 2017 three weeks after joe biden left the white house they found a transfer of three million dollars from a person who had ties to chinese businesses and the money was wired not just to joe biden Uh, but to, well, I'll let Jamie Comer give you the details.
0: We discovered that they got a $3 million wire uh, two months after Joe Biden left office. And then the very next day from that account, that Walker account that appears to be a pass-through account, then they started wiring money to Biden family members, plural. And there were three different Biden family members that received a cut from that $3 million including a new Biden family member that's never before been included in any of these investigations. So our question is, you know, what exactly did they do to receive that money? What was the purpose of that $3 million wire? Now, that's just the first wire that we've actually been able to obtain bank records on. There are many, many more.
1: Hmm. Well, the first one certainly doesn't sound good for the Bidens. Many, many more. Does anybody doubt? what went on here that Joe Biden had spent four plus decades in government. He had been the vice president of the United States. He was connected. And China wanted to use his name to further its business interests that are intermeshed with the U.S. economy. And, oh, by the way, if he ever becomes president, won't that be handy? We will have paid him millions and millions and millions of dollars and well then we might be able to get a few other things done just in case. Just in case he advances to a higher office. He may be retired, might not be. Who knows? Now the Democrats, of course, hold this at arm's length, they stiff arm it because they say, who cares? It's Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's not an elected official. Now, Jamie Comer points out something that is essential for you to remember when you hear this from your Democratic friends. What is the point of a Hunter Biden investigation? You need to remember this.
0: The media says, well, this is a Hunter Biden investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden. And we're investigating the Biden family. And, and again, after this new batch of information, it, it expands. There are more family members involved in this than just the president's son. And what they've said in the media, oh, this was for, for business. We can't identify any business. It, it appears it went into their personal accounts. So if China is investing with the Bidens in a business, we can't find any business. They don't manufacture anything, they don't sell anything, they don't own any real estate. We don't know what the business is. You know, my theory is it's influence peddling. And if so, then that that's wrong. That's what we call a foreign agent. Uh, there are rules with who could be foreign agents, and you have to be registered to be foreign agent. So you know, the question is, what were the Bidens doing to receive? The, these massive amounts of money from China. Now, we have the first wire, and we've traced it from China to the Biden family members. We have many more.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I'd like to know who the new Biden is. That's what I'd like to know. Who's the new Biden? Now, we know James Biden has been tied up in this before. We know Hunter Biden's been tied up in this before. Oh, well, please don't tell me it's Bo Biden. I mean, it can't be Bo Biden because Bo Biden was not around anymore because, as you know, Bo Biden died in Iraq. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. Joe Biden keeps saying it, but it's not true. Beau Biden died, very unfortunately, of brain cancer, but he did not die in Iraq. Joe Biden will say that the next time he's at a military funeral. He will say, I know what you're feeling because my son died in Iraq. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Could it be, could it be that the other Biden is Dr. Jill Biden? Could that be? Might it be Dr. Jill Biden? I don't know. Jamie Comer was asked, who is the new Biden?
0: I'm not going to disclose that new name because that uh, really changes things. Because uh, what we assumed was this was just about the president's son and two brothers. But now there's a new name that's emerged. So, and and they are a Biden. So we've got a problem here uh, with respect to trying to determine what exactly this family was doing
1: I don't think there's a problem. I think it's pretty obvious what this family was doing. <laughs> this family was trading upon Joe Biden's contacts in government. Don't we have the don't we have the grip and grin pictures to prove it? At what point will the Democrats detach from their loyalty to Joe Biden? I mean, this is a problem because he's clearly going to run for re-election. He hasn't announced it yet, but he's clearly going to run for re-election. And as we get closer to him Announcing his run for re-election, then Democrats are faced with a problem, and then a lot of them, quietly, don't want him to run. You've seen the polls. Under forty percent of Democrats and a lot of people, there were even for a while, a few as inflation was racing, a few who would go on the record and say, I think we need new, I think we need new leadership, right? But nobody really jumped forward. Gavin Newsom's not a perfect candidate. I mean he's not a perfect candidate because there's this problematic nature of when you walk around San Francisco and LA, which used to be gorgeous cities. You have to step over needles and feces. That's not a glowing endorsement of Gavin Newsom, nor is it that citizens of his own state tried to recall him. Now, of course, they have what they thought would be the perfect placeholder there in Kamala Harris, except, well, Kamala Harris is really bad at being a politician. What could have given that away? Oh, the fact that she got about 2% of the vote in the primaries when she was running for president? But... Kamala's a black woman, and that'll get you a lot of places. That'll get you past the fact that you accused Joe Biden of being a racist in the first Democratic presidential debate. So don't ever underestimate the power of being a black woman in the Democratic Party because that has more power than calling the guy who you're going to be the vice president for a racist. That's some considerable power. But she's really bad at this, and nobody on the Democratic side of the aisle believes that she could Win national office. So, who does that leave? JB Pritzker from Illinois? I'd like to know what JB Pritzker's name recognition is. Outside the state of Illinois, how many people know who JB Pritzker is? Gretchen Whitmer, the wicked witch of Michigan? Gretchen Whitmer's going to be their standard bearer in the Democratic Party? Who? Who do they have? This is why they have to stick with Joe Biden. But the closer he gets to running for re-election in 2024, the more this investigation is going to heat up and the more disclosures are going to come out of it. If they get to the point where the mainstream media has to report them, well, that that'll be a show worth watching.